This is Techonomist by Benjamin Johnson, a place of technology news as well as thoughtful opinion and analysis about how tech companies and the products they build are changing the way we live. You can subscribe to my weekly email at techonomist.email or you can follow along right here on your favourite podcast app. Everyone is shopping online, but what new trends will last beyond the pandemic? Amazon, Shopify, and Etsy have empowered a new economy of at-home sellers. August 31, 2020. But while the growth of online commerce has been impressive over the last 10 years, there is still some way to go. Prior to the pandemic, e-commerce as a percentage of retail that could be done online sat between 15 and 20% for the US and UK. However, the closure of the high street from March to June forced a wave of new retailers to move online to connect with their customers. Benedict Evans, an analyst, organized data from ONS and the US Census to show the dramatic increase in e-commerce in just the last two months, with the UK growing a remarkable amount, 20 to 30% of relevant retail, while the US grew from 17% to 22% in the same period. So if merchants and consumers were not ready to sell and buy online in March, many certainly were by June. So while companies like Stripe are removing the complexity of taking payments online, it's the seller platforms and the marketplaces which are making selling online accessible to a new wave of digital entrepreneurs. Etsy, an American e-commerce marketplace that focuses on handmade goods, has been a big winner of the pandemic. With rising unemployment across the developed world, people are turning to their hobbies for a source of income. The desk on which I'm writing this particular column was handmade by an Etsy seller. In Q2 of 2020, Etsy reported near 100% quarterly growth in merchant sales to $2.7 billion. That was up from $1.3 billion in Q1, which is pretty mind-blowing. 112,000 of their merchants actually sold $346 million worth of face masks alone, to protect people from COVID-19. In a market preceded by Amazon and eBay, Etsy has found its niche in creators. Small home furniture, jewelry, and art are among the top categories sold on the platform. Stripe, the global payments technology company started by the academically-minded Collison brothers, is driven by the mission to, and I quote, increase the GDP of the internet, end quote, which on the surface sounds very cerebral, but in practice, it's actually pretty simple. They want to enable more commerce to take place online. I think it's fair to say since their inception in 2011, they've gone a long way towards achieving that. They now count customers in the millions and power the payments of the world's most widely used digital platforms, such as Amazon, Google, and Shopify. Now, it would be remiss to talk about the performance of e-commerce without mentioning Amazon. In North America, sales exceeded $55 billion in Q2 of this year a 43% increase in the same period last year, while international sales outside of North America grew 38% to nearly $23 billion, a lot of which which was driven by the UK. Amazon have also added 175,000 staff members since March and spent over $4 billion in efforts to keep employees safe from COVID-19. They remain by a landslide the biggest online seller in their established markets, with half of online shopping in America happening on Amazon, either directly 
or via their third-party sellers. This market dominance led to Jeff Bezos having to appear in front of Congress to convince policymakers that Amazon's practices are not that of an anti-competitive monopoly. His uncertainty of whether Amazon had used data from their third-party sellers to compete with them was very much unconvincing. Meanwhile, Square, the American payments company co-founded by Jack Dorsey, has traditionally been known for its Apple-esque white card reader that allows coffee shops and market retailers to collect in-person card payments. However, they too have increasingly moved into providing online seller tools to help their merchants adapt and take advantage of the growth in online shopping. In Square's quarter two shareholder letter, they boast that over 25% of sales now happen online on the platform, up from 14% in the same period last year. In their portfolio of products, Square now promotes online store capabilities to compete with the likes of Squarespace and Shopify, with features that include online order processing for delivery or pickup on behalf of restaurants. Many of these restaurants only started selling online due to the pandemic, but now that they have the systems and the staff are trained, they'll certainly likely retain these online channels. Shopify, a Canadian e-commerce platform, is now considered the 15th largest retailer in the world when you compare merchant sales through the platform to traditional retailers, say like Walmart. Shopify provides a full stack of tools to market and sell products and services online while maintaining the company's brand, meaning in most cases, customers are unaware the website is actually powered by Shopify. During the pandemic, it was Shopify that mum and dad retailers turned to in efforts to recover lost sales from having to close their physical doors. Shopify claims their customers recovered 94% of lost in-person sales through using its e-commerce platform. Much like Etsy and Amazon, in the quarter to June, Shopify saw incredible growth in new signups and sales. Compared to Q1 of this year, an additional 71% of new sellers joined Shopify to create stores, and volume of sales for the Q2 period was 119% higher than the same period in 2019. In terms of merchant behavior, four in every 10 of their retailers are now offering delivery or curbside pickup. The latter is becoming a popular American model with most people owning a car and preferring to pick up pre-bagged goods in parking lots. Meanwhile, Shopify POS volumes dropped by nearly 30% in Q2 as footfall was obviously limited. Even the traditional retailers like Walmart, Target and Costco are putting the foot down on online channel growth. Walmart grew online sales 97% year-on-year in the second quarter with new fulfillment options like home delivery and curbside pickup. Now, one of the key questions is whether the rate of growth in e-commerce sales that we've seen during the pandemic will remain once there is a vaccine and people are comfortable shopping on the high street again. It's pragmatic to believe that many will return to physical stores. However, for a lot of shoppers, the comfort on online shopping will stick. Etsy tracked merchant sales in France pre and post reopening of stores in May, which led to local Etsy sales growth slowing from 150% year-on-year to 50%. This suggests growth will continue over time, but that we are experiencing an unnatural acceleration due to the social impact of COVID-19. Groceries have traditionally been a product consumers would much prefer to purchase in physical stores. In March, around 5% of UK grocery shopping happened online with this increasing to around 10% in June, as some folks turned to the likes of Ocado and Amazon for groceries. However, supermarkets are one of the few categories to keep their physical stores open during lockdown. 
There is still plenty of friction in online grocery shopping. Ordering 20 ingredients for a meal only for one core item not to be delivered is a headache many online shoppers have experienced. So much of this spend is likely to continue happening in store, while media, consumer electronics and clothing spend had transferred to mainly online even before the pandemic. The other pain point of online shopping previously had been missing the delivery and having to take the slip to the depot for a pickup early on a Saturday morning. No one loves that. Or equally, getting goods delivered to the office and carrying them home on public transport. When American customers of Amazon were surveyed, 80% said a key reason they shop on the platform was due to fast and free delivery, the number one reason for using the service. Thus, working from home has improved the effectiveness of delivery. Everyone now knows the delivery person by name. As long as working from home continues, delivered goods ordered online will continue to be an attractive option. Furlough and unemployment will drive a wave of new online sellers. While 9.6 million British people remain on furlough, the number of registered businesses grew by over 3.6% in the second quarter to June, the largest quarterly increase in eight years. Of the around 176,000 new companies registered, it's likely many are people at home without an employer to report to looking to increase their income by selling goods or services online. Come October when the scheme ends and many furloughed workers are laid off permanently, they might look to grow their side hustles into productive businesses with the help of online selling platforms. Or perhaps one of them is building the next Etsy or Shopify. (laughs) 